Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you've had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Welcome to Hanging with D's. We this is episode Jerome Bettis. Oh yeah. That's those of you that don't know, yes, that is thirty six. The bus. <clears throat> been a while. Episode six. Hmm? Could also be episode six. Nah. nah whatever. Yeah, fuck Notre Dame. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> uh so you may have noticed we've had a slight hiatus. Um Partly due to deep depression. Yeah. <laughs> partly due to just being busy. So uh, let me just. Uh, we were undefeated let, the last let, episode we did. Yeah, let's examine the big fat fucking elephant in the room. Yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers are no longer undefeated. And to be honest, I didn't expect them to come out of that three-game stretch in 12 days unscathed. And it was far worse than my fears. Not only did we lose two games. Uh, but we also lost a lot of players to injury and COVID and all kinds of bad things. Uh, get into a little bit more about that when we uh, get into the NFL, but got a lot to talk about. Um, got some major uh, Marvel slash Disney slash Star Wars news that has been dropped in the last week. Uh, we got a big video game drop that happened and chaos ensued, um, especially if you're on what, Last gen, I guess they're now calling it. Um, also, a lot of other things in the, in the sports world. Let's just go ahead and, and kick it off. Um, the, the news of the day, I guess, would be Giannis. Giannis. Giannis, whatever. No, Fuck no, off. No, eh, Giannis. player in the league. What's Giannis. his last name, Dick? Antetokounmpo. Wrong. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Giannis Antetokounmpo is his name. Just signed a... Uh, five-year, $228 million Supermax extension with the Bucks. Uh, I, I got to be honest, I'm a little surprised that he signed because the Bucks haven't gotten him the help. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was going to be his deciding factor. Uh, I mean, we're in the preseason now, and I'll be honest, I, I'm just not into the NBA right now because of the NFL going on. And so I don't know if there's any free agents still out there that have not signed. I'm sure there probably is Mm -hmm. um, because of the whole COVID situation, probably purposely not signing with a team to get a little extra rest. And and so maybe there is help coming. I I don't know, but I got to imagine that for Giannis to sign that kind of deal, there was – at least a handshake agreement that said, "Hey, we're gonna get you, right? A, a Robin or, or or even a Batman for that matter to to make because while they're a good team, mm-hmm. they're not 
they're not a great team without getting him some help. Um, Middleton is good, but he's he's no Robin. You know what I mean? Like so, kind of like Dirk for years with the Mavs. More or less, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and now this year, you know. Last year, you looked at the Bucs and was like, well, that that's pretty much it in the East until mm-hmm. Miami came out of nowhere. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but this year, you've got, so far, a healthy KD and a healthy Kyrie in, in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, and James Harden's still out there, basically holding out until he gets traded, and he wants to go to Brooklyn. And if, if you put James Harden in Brooklyn with Kyrie and, and KD... Yeah. Tough to beat. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to guarantee it because, you know, chemistry. Sometimes it doesn't work out. But it would seem like if he's that adamant about going there that maybe he's pretty good friends with those guys. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Harden did already play with KD and in uh, Houston – or not Houston. Oklahoma. Oklahoma City early on. Um, But as we've come to find out, it probably wasn't a a spat between those two. It was more Russell Westbrook who has – been shipped out of every fucking town he goes to. Right. Um, and, and like I said, you give him another elite point guard, that's going to be a really tough out for anybody. And the Bucks are now going to be on the outside looking looking in at Brooklyn, especially if they get hardened. Even if they don't get hardened, the but or the the Nets are going to be a tough team with with just KD and Kyrie. I'll just say this because I'm I follow the NBA kind of peripherally. You know, I'm not a huge NBA fan. I like I like playing the 2K games. The biggest reason why is because of the super teams. I yeah. hate it. I fucking hate it. It's bullshit. No, I I agree 100. percent So the Giannis mo- news and I, I, he became my favorite player by using him in 2K. He's last year's no two years ago. He was just a fucking blast that's, to play with. That's the only, in my opinion, that is the only argument anybody needs in the great debate. MJ, LeBron James. Oh, the super team, yeah, yeah. Yeah. LeBron James could not make his team great. Mm-hmm. He had to join Dwayne Wade and AD and Bosch. Kyrie and well, I just mean throughout the teams. Bosh, Kevin Love, yeah. Yeah, say say whatever you want about, uh, yeah, well, Michael had Scottie Pippen. Michael made Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. Was he talented? Absolutely. But do you think Scottie Pippen, as a rookie, goes to anywhere else and becomes Scottie Pippen? I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. no, Scottie Pippen became great because he had to. Because Michael MJ was a psychopath and yeah, pushed everybody. My, Michael yeah. pushed him to that point. Right. So anybody that wants to argue who's the goat, blah blah blah, that's the reason you will never, ever, ever win that argument. Michael Jordan did six titles in eight years, and it would have fucking been eight had he not had a gambling problem or a baseball okay. addiction. However you want to, you know, whatever story you want to believe. Okay. Um. But yeah, he didn't have to go somewhere else and team up. Could could you imagine if Michael Jordan went to fucking imagine when they had a lot of yeah yeah yeah. or even Bird and Magic Johnson or like if Michael and Barkley teamed up yeah and Patrick Ewing or any you could name any of them right but no that was the whole that was the fun of the NBA is that the stars were spread out and now they all bunch together and just stomp everybody and. I'm sorry, I'm not impressed. Right, no, I completely agree. So, I, yeah, no, I 
like I said, I love this news. I think it's great for the league, a player that's just staying. Like, yeah, staying there yeah. for sure. And I saw a tweet too from three years ago where he said loyalty is in my DNA. Well, he just proved it. And Milwaukee's a smaller market. I've never been to Milwaukee. I heard it's a really good town to visit. It's basically Chicago minus the gun violence and the traffic. More or less, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. No, I'm, I'm happy to see him there. I hope they get him some help because uh, I, I do think he's the right kind of players. I mean, he you know he's seems pretty selfless. He he hustles his ass off. He worked his ass off because when he came in the league, he was a stick. Yeah. And he's developed into this just monster. The Greek freak. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I hope they get him some help. Um, Quick question. That, this might put us on a little tangent. We're talking about the super team stuff. How do you stop that? I mean, the only thing I can think of is you don't lower the salary cap because that's not that's not. Well, fair. see, and that's the thing. They don't they they have a salary cap, but there's so many fucking ways yeah. to get around it. in The NBA, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Do you just greatly increase the minimum salary? where the bottom players are making a lot more money. I see. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I don't think it'll, it'll change mm -hmm. for the simple fact that I don't think the NBA PA will, will do it. We'll, we'll sign a deal like that. That's going to limit that kind of thing. Well, I mean, I, I see your point, but at the same time, if it's like what I mentioned, where the minimum goes up exponentially or something for the, like the G league players get a lot more money, especially cause. Okay. But what does that do for stopping the super teams? Well, because there would be less money to go around. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you want the big contract, you're going to probably, ha you can't be in on a team with LeBron or AD or whatever. You'd want to go to, you know, Memphis by chance and get your money. And then. Yeah. Uh, again, I just, I don't see the players association agreeing to, to that no. kind of thing. Cause you know, they all become buddies in their little summer workouts and everything. And want to play together in the Olympics. Well, however yeah. it works out. Right. Um, I, I'd like to see it. I just don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Um, other things that have gone on since last we saw you, uh, well, for one, I can't make fun of you. Because they... undefeated, <laughs> finishing the last two games of the season undefeated. Hell yeah! Who's got it better than us? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> In case you haven't picked up on it, um, Dylan here is a huge Michigan fan, and now they uh, their annual beating at Ohio State was canceled because of COVID. Yeah, we don't know that. That's what they said. Oh no, we don't know that. You don't know. No rivalry game, man. No clue. <clears throat> yeah. Come anyway, thirty on their ass. And then. Uh, Oh, I don't know that it was going to be a beating. It was going to be a beating. I, I know. And then they just announced that the Iowa game, Iowa game, which was going to be their, I don't know, something to do while the championship's been yeah. playing. Uh, that was also canceled. And so it, it, do you think Harbaugh's gone? or? I just heard on McAfee, Today, um, they, he was talking to Charles Robinson. I guess he's an NFL insider for Yahoo. Um, Notice in the last couple of weeks, we've heard a lot of talk of, oh, is are the Bears going to pick up Harbaugh? Are the Jets going to pick up Harbaugh? Are the Lions going to pick up Harbaugh? Do you know where a lot of the ramblings of that is coming from? Michigan. 
the higher ups of Michigan are trying to send out information for an NFL team to pick up Harbaugh. Okay, but is that a theory or? Uh, he said it like it was fact. And again, you know, journalists, maybe he has a bad source or whatever, but he's just like, hoping somebody offers him a big contract so that he'll leave rather than them fire him. Is exactly. Basically what you're saying. Yeah. Well, because he's got one year left on his deal, too. So, I mean, he went to Michigan like he's a great Michigan player. They don't really want to end it poorly. Right. So I understand that. Oh, it's already ended poorly. Well, I, I <laughs> just they're, they don't want to rift or anything. You know what I mean? You know, they want to kind of. You know, a conscious uncoupling, if you will. Right. So. Um, and again, I'm not entirely sold on Harbaugh being this great coach. Yes, he he took a he basically rebuilt the San Francisco team without really rebuilding it. Um, so Stanford before that. Stanford went like one eleven, one in eleven his first year there, and then he. I completely forgot that he coached at Stanford. Yeah, yeah, he he rebuilt Stanford. So, so why can't he do it at Michigan? I don't know. I do not know. It is a great mystery, and that's. The I mean, thing you too. would, in my opinion, anyway. I would think that rebuilding a program like Michigan and turning them into a perennial winner mm. would be far easier than Stanford. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, Stanford's got a good program. They've got a good history. Uh, I mean, but it's not Michigan's. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, yes, they're always in the conversation as far as like, I guess not always. I don't think they were this year, but usually they were a top twenty-five team. Mm -hmm. You know, in somewhere in there, and they would make some noise in the the Pac-10 slash Pac-12. Um, haven't really done much as of late, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think this year's a down year for him, but th they're usually. But either decent. way, yeah. you know, he made them, you know, relevant, and he just he. And, and let's be fair, uh, before this year, Michigan's always been. They did go eight and four last year, which yeah. was pretty disappointing. But the, before that, that was like the worst season that he yeah. had, had, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, so yeah, it's not like he's gone there and and been like Lovey Smith and just fucking sucked. Yeah. And, and this year, just granted COVID and all that, but yeah, it's he can't get over the hump is the main thing, right. and it's probably time to move on. You know what I'm hearing? Speaking of Lovey Smith, I'm hearing Bears fans say they want Lovey Smith back. It's like, <laughs> well, that. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. I mean, you tried that. You, you, you know, you dated her before, and it didn't work out. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. And I, I don't like the argument of like, well, you know, it's Illinois. You couldn't get recruits and everything. I'm like, Tom Allen is doing a pretty fucking damn good job at Indiana. I'd say they're pretty on par with Illinois. So Northwestern is in the title game. In yeah. in the title game. Yeah. And where are they located? Evanston, Illinois. Evanston, Illinois, yes. So they can get talent and put it together a winning program there, like I said. Although Indiana's a bad example because this year they're like, who? where the fuck did they come from? I think they had a decent year last year. I think they had like a eight-win season last year, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, this year they've taken a big jump. So You know, but, yeah, five years, if you can't, you know – Produce a, a winning team or, or a, a contender because he's had a winning season. But, um, 
yeah, they just they he they brought him there because they thought that the big name mm-hmm. would draw those recruits that end up going to Michigan, Michigan State, you yeah, know, Ohio State, and it didn't happen. Right. I mean, he did get some good recruits, but then when he got those good recruits, the results on the field did not reflect that. Yeah. So he doesn't seem to have the per- he's such a quiet, soft-spoken guy. He doesn't seem to have the personality that an 18-year-old kid would, you know, be excited to play for. If that yeah, makes sense. I mean, I was in this in this day and age, the the era of those kinds of coaches mm-hmm. building a program yeah. out of nothing. I think are done because of the. I think there's such a disconnect yeah. between today's 17, 18 year old kids and coaches of that age. Yeah. Now, unless you have an insane resume, that's what I, that's, that's sure. the counterpoint to that is now when you take somebody like a Nick Saban or, um, uh, he seems like a dick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you take, give any number of those coaches that have Dabo Sweeney, you know, although he's not no, as old he as seems Nick. Like a, yeah, he, he probably he's more person. relatable, I think, to the younger generation than, than Nick Saban by far. Yeah. But when you have a resume like Nick Saban, doesn't fucking matter, right? You know what I mean? I'm sure over the years Nick Saban has has learned uh, how to adjust his his thought process and uh, maturity level or whatever when he goes into those houses of the kids. Because I mean, for one, he doesn't really have to. He's Nick fucking Saban. Yeah, he just walks in and. <laughs> Hey, here's the paper. Sign it. Right, and that's pretty much what happens. But yeah, it's. I think that a coach like Lovey Smith would struggle anywhere that he goes, just because that a he doesn't have that ridiculous record track record to fall back on, and you're in Illinois. Yeah, the history here is not good and hasn't been. I mean, I think the last time we were a contending team was back when they had Rashard spin then fall oh yes with uh ron zook the year they went to the rose bowl and yeah got their shit pushed in by usc yeah, yeah bad yeah um that's richard mendenhall by the way but he played for the steelers and all he would ever do is get the handoff spin once and then fall down <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> oh and then we can't forget he also fumbled in the super bowl that's pretty much cost us that game against green bay yeah. so fuck yourself richard <clears throat> anyway uh other Oh, Gus Malzahn got fired from Auburn, too. That's pretty Yeah, relevant. that was a bit of a surprise, I think. A little bit, yeah. I mean, their standards are pretty goddamn high. I mean, they've I think they had a few eight and four seasons. So yeah. I, I I'm curious to see if, if Harbaugh does leave, if Michigan wants to kick the tires on him, perhaps. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, yeah. Who knows? Uh other big news in the the Big Ten. Like we pretty much predicted, mm-hmm. got together, had a meeting. It was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe we don't need to have six wins. Ohio State, come on down. Yeah. And they get to play in the title game now against Northwestern. Hmm. And Indiana basically would have been there, but yeah, they did lose to Ohio State, to be fair. Right. Uh, but still, don't make a fucking rule if you're not ready to stand by it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, no, I agree with it, but I mean, it's, it's granted, they should be in there. I, it hurts my heart to say it because I fucking hate those guys. I agree, but, but they should have never made that announcement. Yeah. Knowing that this season could be complete chaos, they should have never mm-hmm. made that rule. They could have said, we're looking 
for a five to seven game window. Sure. You know what I mean? Cause then now it just makes them look like, Oh, we're going to bend over backwards because it's Ohio state. And they're our only chance of getting into the playoff mm-hmm. and getting some of that revenue, which is right. all true. And I guarantee you that's, that's yeah. factor number fucking one is that, do we want millions of dollars? Mm, yeah, I think we do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's all the only reason why is because they want that money. Um, so yeah, they're uh, they're gonna play Northwestern this weekend. Probably will win, and and probably go to the playoffs with a whole six games under their belt. Northwestern upset would be pretty sweet, though, wouldn't it? The, oh, it, yes, it would be awesome. Yeah. Um. As far as the top four in the whole playoff picture, I believe we're unchanged as of right now. Uh, yeah. And so we're sitting with. Uh, Bama, yeah, Notre ba- Dame, Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson. Is it Clemson or Ohio State? It's Clemson and then okay. Ohio State. But I, two and three play each other in the ACC title game. So that's going to change. Clemson's going to win that game. I mean, it, they went to, what, double or triple overtime when they didn't have – when Clemson didn't have the best player in college football. Now they get him back. Yeah, Cle- Clemson's going to win that game. So – so let's okay. So Ohio State plays Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Alabama plays Florida, mm-hmm. and, and Florida basically eliminated themselves, losing to LSU. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I don't A and M, A and M's five. Okay, got it. So just for the sake of argument, let's say Alabama beats Florida. Mm-hmm. So they're not going anywhere. They're number one. Right. Ohio State beats Northwestern. Northwestern. They're in. And Notre Dame loses mm-hmm. to Clemson. Yeah. And Texas A&M, do they have a game? I don't know. Because the SEC played a full schedule. They're not doing the consolation okay. game. Like Okay, fair yeah. enough. So Notre Dame loses. Yeah. Do they fall out? In I your opinion. I just told you, yeah. You think they do, and uh-huh. Texas A&M jumps in there? Yep. Okay. If Alabama loses mm-hmm. to Florida in a, in a tight game, because neither one of those teams is going to blow the other one out, I don't think. But let's just say Alabama loses. Uh-huh. Do they drop out? Does Clemson beat Notre Dame in that scenario? Yes, in that scenario, yes. Possibly. Really? You possibly? You think I? Uh, I, I see, possibly. I don't. Probably not. I don't see them. Probably not. It would probably be Clemson one, Ohio State two, Bama three, Notre Dame four. Yeah, I I don't A&M see. Four. Uh, unless the only way Alabama doesn't make it is if they get just destroyed, mm-hmm. and that's not going to happen. That's going to happen now because the the difference. I mean. Alabama is a marquee name. Texas A&M is not. No. So the the committee and everything will do everything in their power to make sure that Alabama stays. Yeah. Bullshit as that is, but yeah. Yeah, I mean it is, but but well, yeah. Well, Bama hasn't lost this year, have they? No, they haven't. No. Well, I mean, had a couple close games. Yeah, but that, if they lose, then it's if it's a tight game, which if if they're going to lose, that's the way it's going to be. More, Unless a miracle occurs, 
Um, then yeah, I and I wouldn't have any issue with them still being in the top four. I mean, yeah, I like I said, I don't really see too many scenarios where they're not. You know what I mean? Right. Where is the? I did see a, a thing in there on ESPN the other day that basically had a uh, like a percentage mm-hmm. chance to make playoff type thing. Mm-hmm. And it had Clemson lower than Texas A&M. Probably because Clemson was getting ready to play Notre Dame and A&M doesn't have a game. Okay. Yeah. I mean. um, any way the Cincinnati sneaks in there? Uh, hmm. I don't know. Northwestern and Notre Dame would both have to lose. That that's the only way. Not Northwestern, Ohio State. And Notre I was gonna Dame. say, yeah, Northwestern. You know, a team that's. Unranked. I was looking for them. I'm like, uh, they're fifteenth. Oh, fifteenth. Yeah, no, but Ohio State, and Notre Dame would both have to lose. That way, A and M and Cincinnati would jump. That's that's the. Only Does way. Cincinnati have a game? Oh yeah, they do. They're playing Tulsa. Mm. Who they? Oh, that was a postponed game. Oh, okay. Tulsa's ranked, so I mean, it's not like they're. Yeah, it's no slouch. Right. So the, they have a, at least an outside fighting chance, I guess. Right. To uh, somehow try and sneak in there. Yeah, that would be talking again. Sorry to keep harping on it, but that's another possible Michigan candidate, Luke Fickle. Because, hey, last time Michigan hired an Ohio State, former Ohio State assistant to be their head coach, worked out pretty well. Bo Schembechler. So. Who? Bo Schembechler. Uh, I thought you said. I just, slurred my words. Yeah. Was, I was yeah. going to say, who the fuck is that? Yeah. I, Bo know. Schembechler. So. Do you have anything else to talk about? Like, you got a lot of dead air going on. Yeah, right I was just, I, I was just looking at this. <laughs> um, I was going to. See what that all Conor McGregor thing was all about, but he's training uh, for a fight. Breaking news. No, he he uh saved a gym in Ireland from closing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right I on. don't know. I didn't read the article, but yeah, basically he made it to where this guy didn't have to close his gym. So That's awesome. That's good on Connor. I did see that and I I'm not sure if it's one of the douchebag Paul brothers made a video and basically called out Conor McGregor again and said that he would put $50 million on it. Do you have $50 million? Sadly, I think they do. Those guys are ridiculously rich over being complete asshats on YouTube. Yeah. And I don't get it. Right. Um, yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, let's just... Go ahead and dive into our NFL portion. Uh, just going through real quick. Uh, Bucks running back Ron Jones getting a pin in the finger. I don't know if that's. I gotta think that might keep him out a week. Maybe I don't know. Wow. Tape it up. Run the ball, pussy. <laughs> um. Other than that, hasn't really been any huge news. Um, no. I guess. It, Everything else that'll come to mind. So let's just go through what happened this past week. Uh, Thursday night, the Rams put it on New England 24 to 3 in the same stadium that the Patriots hung 45 on the Chargers, Chargers the week before. Um, 
for the first time in, excuse me, I think 17 years, mm-hmm. the Patriots have now lost seven games. Yes. Say what you want. Hate him as much as I mm-hmm. do. That's a pretty impressive streak. That's incredibly impressive, yes. Um, question. On a scale of, huh, nice, too. Uh, how much are you enjoying the Patriots struggle this year? I am, but not at nearly as much as I would if Brady were still there. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's nice. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it, so I was, I'm ready for it to end. I was about. I think we both were about ten years ago. 15 well, yeah. years ago, yeah. Um. So yeah, I, like I said, I'm I'm glad it's over. At least I. It, uh, it's for, over. It it certainly appears so. Yeah. Although. Um, it's not just quarterback though. That roster's got some fucking problems. Yeah. Belichick uh, is not great at drafting. No, he's he's been really good at getting the best out of the least. Mm-hmm. But he also had Tom Brady to kind of cover yeah. a lot of those things up. He's good at, at putting together defensive game plans, no doubt about mm-hmm. it, and taking away what you want to do. Um, but he had an offense that could score almost at will, it seemed. Okay. I mean, they would find a way. Yeah. You know, they would find a way to win. Yeah. yeah. And this year they don't have that luxury. Right. And say what you want about Cam Newton. I remember when he got signed, <clears throat> everybody was bitching like, "Oh well, you know what? Vet minimum. That's that's they're racist. You know the teams are racist." What? Oh yeah, you don't know. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Twitter, mostly the the black correspondents and analysts uh, and everything were coming out saying that it's bullshit and uh, he deserves so much more and. He comes out and he has a couple games like yeah, see, see, and now he's starting to suck again. Mm. I thought it was just because, and this is probably the real reason that people looked at him as a backup, and New England's like, well, we'll start you, but we'll pay you a league minimum because we're in cap hell right now. So, right, and perfect contract. It was a one-year deal, so he could come out and blow up and make that kind of money, but he hasn't shown that he's worth it. Right now, uh, given the benefit of the doubt, he doesn't have weapons. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you throw him a, a couple of pro bowlers, you know, a receiver and a running back, whatever, and maybe he's not that bad, but he's clearly not what he was three, four, five years ago. Yeah. Um, And I guess the big question now is, is where does he go from here? Well, he's going to be a backup somewhere. I'm not even convinced that he couldn't start in the right system with some help. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think he's he's not it's he's not a like borderline he, starter, I guess. Yeah, say, it's yeah. not like he's back there making horrible decisions. Mm-hmm. He's got a good quarterback head on his shoulders. You know, he's not just he's not Jamarcus Russell back there. Right. If you can keep him upright and keep him healthy, I think he could be a good quarterback, but he's got no help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you give him a few receivers, and I don't know where that might be. Um, I would say Chicago, but they don't have any. They got Allen Robinson, who's a beast. Yeah, but he wants out. Yeah, <laughs> so understandably so. Um, 
So it'll be interesting to see. But anyway, yeah, the Rams still uh, Aaron Donald looks like an, he was created in a lab somewhere. And Cam Akers has basically come out of nowhere mm-hmm. to just dominate the last couple weeks. Which sucks because I had Malcolm Brown. He was kind of their goal line back. And now, yeah, now he's long forgotten now. Uh, the biggest surprise of the day for me were the Bears beating the hell out of the Texans. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Bears had literally shown no real signs of life offensively. And Texans, while, look, I mean, Texans are what they are but I still thought Deshaun Watson would come in that game with a huge chip on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously because of the whole draft situation and he did what he could. Right. But again, he, he's another guy that's got no help. Mm-hmm. So yeah, bears 36, seven and bears now sitting at six and seven. I still, yeah, they're, they're out. Yeah. They're, they're out. They're, they're done. So, and uh, moving on, we got the uh, Cowboys, Bengals. Uh, I was a little surprised the Cowboys produced the way that they did. Mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised at the outcome, so to speak. Right. Um, but they didn't, you know, I mean, granted, it's the Bengals, but the Cowboys look pretty good. And believe it or not, they're still in it. Yeah. NFC least, of course. Yeah, they're they're still alive, clinging uh, to life support. But yeah, they're they're still there. Uh, Chiefs, Dolphins, Dolphins aren't just aren't quite there yet. Yeah. they're another year, maybe two away. But yeah, yeah, they they jumped out to a ten nothing uh, lead in that game, and I was like, oh, here we go. I and know. then yeah, the, literally within about five to seven minutes of of game time, it was fourteen to ten, and then in another few minutes after that, it was twenty one to ten. And then it was just on because yeah. they kind of blew up there in the second and third quarters. And uh, Dolphins made it a game, put 17 in the fourth. But, yeah, it, it wasn't quite as close as that 33-27 score indicates. It's an encouraging loss, though, because I, I got a buddy who's a Dolphins fan, and he wasn't he wasn't upset after that game. Yeah, that no, way. like like I agree with you. They are uh, – they're close. Yeah. You know, the – and it's encouraging to them because obviously the Patriots reign of terror is over is probably over. Um, of course now they got the bills to deal with, yeah. but, um, but yeah, they're, they're right there. Uh, Cardinals, giants, Cardinals, they're back. Yeah. But I'm not getting on yet. Yeah. I wouldn't either. Uh, I mean, they're still seven and six. Like I still think that they could make the playoffs. Uh, there's work to be done. But they they won a game that they were supposed to win. Um, Giants had been on a roll, but yeah, they just uh, Colt McCoy just couldn't get it done. Or did Daniel Jones start that game? Daniel Jones played in that game. Okay, well either way, he couldn't get it done either. Yeah. <coughs> Vikings Bucks. Um, <sighs> I don't know. Like the the Vikings were like looked like they were back and yeah on a roll and yeah not this time yeah from what i've heard tampa didn't really look that great in that game either no they really didn't the vikings just could not get anything going mm-hmm. nothing consistent and uh, i know they had some turnovers and uh yeah they just that's another 
I know I mentioned this once on the show too. You know, I always talk about West Coast team going to the East playing an, a noon game. Right. There's another trend of cold weather team in December, late November. You know, cold weather time going down to Florida. Apparently, they traditionally teams have issues with that as well, which is why the Patriots always struggled in Miami. Yeah. I don't buy that one as much, though. Oh, okay. I heard it from the former <sighs> NFL GM, so right. I guess yeah, I just wrong. I'm sorry. I just I I don't see that. <clears throat> Why the hell? Because you get acclimated to cold weather, and then you go down to Florida where it's hot and humid. Yeah, and... but in in cold weather time, though, even in Florida, it's still reasonable. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> God damn it. <clears throat> Is so, a fun weekend or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would have an easier time buying into the warm weather team going to cold weather. Well, sure. I'm going to fucking sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <clears throat> I got probably four or five more coming. All right. Um, But yeah, like a warm weather team going to a cold weather city. I kind of get that a little more because you're that's all you're accustomed to. But I get that 100 percent. Yeah, cold weather going to warm weather. Eh. Okay, you say so. All right, uh, Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. Yeah. All right, Broncos, Panthers, Broncos 32, Panthers 27. Um, I guess Drew Lock had a pretty good game. Uh, Still no fucking Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. No. Um. I don't know how much. Who cares? I mean, both teams are kind of out of it. <laughs> Whatever. Next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Titans, Jags. No big surprise there. Jaguars doing everything they can to stay in the uh, the race for Tyler. Tyler. Is it Tyler? No. Trevor. Trevor. That's it. Knew it started with fucking T. <laughs> <coughs> but uh, but yeah, they're gonna have a hard time doing that. Yeah. They, Look at the constellation prize of Justin Fields, who will be a bust because he went to Ohio State and quarterbacks from Ohio State are always Do you busts. think he's a lock for the for the two? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, a lot of good quarterbacks in this draft, though. Yeah, it, it's pretty deep. Yeah. There, there might be six quarterbacks taken in the first round, which is crazy. Um, did you... I heard this stat after the game, which is pretty impressive. Um, going into that game, Derrick Henry was in a four-way tie for players that had... Um, 200 yards and two touchdowns in the same game. Uh, I think it was only three three games. It was he was tied with Barry Sanders, uh, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, and shit. I can't remember the other one. Maybe Jim Brown. I think it was Jim Brown actually, and he broke it. He, he had 200 uh, yards and two touchdowns. So impressive. Yeah, very. Yeah, he's pretty good at the football. Uh, Colts <laughs> Raiders. Um, Raiders have kind of fallen back to earth the last couple of weeks. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> the the bigger surprise in that game was the fact that the Colts put 44 points on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. Yeah, Hines. Name, yeah. Both had really good games. Um, I don't think Rivers did a whole lot <clears throat> in, in terms of what he normally does, but... 
he didn't have to because they rest for he over had two, two touchdowns, two hundred forty-four. Yeah, so. I mean, he didn't have a bad game. He had a solid game, but he only That's a pretty good game. It is, but eighteen it, of twenty-eight, two forty-four, two touchdowns, no picks. But usually, Philip Rivers has like twenty-five to thirty completions for, which, granted, he's in that range. It, huh? He was in that range. He threw twenty-eight passes. But he was only 19 of 28. Oh. It, two touchdowns, no picks, great. But as far as the other numbers, that's down for Phillip Rivers. Okay. And it had... It, so are the INTs, though, so I think... Exactly. And again, they had 31 carries for 212 yards and two touchdowns, so they didn't need him. Right. Um, T.Y. Hilton looks like he's getting back into form. He had five catches, 86 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Derek Carr threw a couple of picks. Otherwise, I mean, take away the picks and Derek Carr had a good game. But mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs, who kind of trolled people on uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. did you see any of that? No, I did not. Basically, he went on Twitter and said, sorry, all I'm not playing this week. Oh, that's right. And he started the game. Yeah. Fantasy owners yeah. everywhere must have been furious. <clears throat> yeah, and I don't know. But see, typically, if you're that into fantasy mm-hmm. – to where you're following, you know, what's going on, you he you would have known that he was playing mm. at, at least five to ten minutes before the game started because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. So I'd have been more pissed if I thought, oh, he's healthy, I'm going to start him, and then he goes out and do 13 carries for 49 yards. Yeah. You know, I mean, you'd have been better off leaving your backup in unless it was one of my backups who they fucking suck. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Colts now sitting at nine and four. Um, Raiders sitting at seven and six. And once we get through all this, we'll go through the whole playoff scenario as well. All right? Did you hear the Raiders fired their D coordinator after the game too? Yeah, yeah. seemed seemed like it was time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they they're not a good defense. No, at all. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't see how firing a coordinator is going to really change or fix anything because that your system is there you're not going to change your defensive system mm. mid-season maybe the play calls but right you know i don't know what what's going to really help matters when you're in a playoff fight at that point um i don't know maybe the guy was just a dick and players weren't responding to him who knows mm. uh moving on the seahawks Finally, kind of looked like the Seahawks again, but they did play the Jets. No, so I would, I would hope so. Russell Wilson threw four touchdown passes, only 200 yards, though. But again, you, what, they ran the ball a lot in that game. Yeah, too, you, you don't need to uh, put 400 yards passing on the Jets because they're the Jets and they're probably going to give you the ball at midfield several times. Hmm. Uh, I did see Sam Darnold said that he wanted to be a Jet for life. Fred, I got some bad news. Yeah. Well, not only that, but I think somebody needs to uh, check him for a fucking head injury. Right. Why would you want to be a Jet for life? I mean, granted, I'm sure he knows that Adam Gase is gone. Yeah. So maybe they get a coach in there that, that wants to do it. But, yeah, why would you want to be a Jet for life? You know damn well they're going to go for Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Sam, yeah, you're leaving. Yeah. If you... Unless you want to make league minimum the rest of your fucking life, you're leaving. Do you want him? I'd kick the tires. I, I, I'd, yeah, 100%. Cause 
Because, I mean, if you watch him play, he's hell of an arm. He's just running for his life all the fucking time. So I think in the scenario where... Yeah, no, I, I would definitely, you know, I, I don't know that I would give him big money, but I would definitely no. bring him in. And uh, when we get into the talking about it, um, the sooner the better. The, ooh, okay. Uh, da, da, da. Packers Lions. Um, the Lions, they do what they do. They hung tough, but yeah, they still lost. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember who the fuck is their coach. Well, Patricia was fired. Yeah. I don't know who their I don't know who their interim yeah, is. I yeah, I don't either. Huh. But, uh, the whole rally around the new coach thing. Yeah, no, not against Aaron. <laughs> <clears throat> Have a seat, bitch. Thirty-one twenty-four. So Green Bay firmly entrenched now in that top spot in the division and because of what in the blue fuck happened in the next game i'm going to talk about the packers are now uh vying for that first round bye and that game is saints eagles jalen hurts is apparently the greatest quarterback in the history of mankind yeah, i know right <laughs> because he comes in and the eagles all of a sudden look like a decent football team again so I ask you, yeah, is Jalen Hurts that good, or is Carson Wentz that bad? Neither. Um, Doug Peterson, for whatever reason, because I guess that was the story of the game. They ran the ball a lot during that game, and when Carson's been playing, they haven't been. So I I put that on Peterson. I don't put that on Wentz. I don't I don't buy this narrative that Wentz is just trash and he needs to be out of the league. Um, he needs to get out of Philly for sure because I think that that relationship. He over. has made a lot of mistakes, though. I will grant you that, yeah. But I I think that his career can rebound. Yeah, I'm not. Again, I'm not willing to to sit here and write him off. Right. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think he needs a change of scenery. Um, I, at this point, I don't know if he can save it in Philly. But we'll see. I mean, Peterson won't even commit to. Hurts right now. Right. He named him the starter for this week, but he's not going to say, yeah, now this guy is my guy. He won't do that. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, fucking give somebody your vote of confidence. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, say, okay, hey, it's it's his team now. Um, So we'll see. But, yeah, Drew Brees plays that game healthy. I, I don't see. No. It's not happening. No. For one, they're not going to fall behind seventeen to nothing the way they did. No. Um. And yeah, hopefully Drew Brees comes back this this coming week. But uh, that all being said, the Eagles are not out of it. Not yet. No. They are sitting where are we? Four at? eight and one. Four eight. So they're basically two games behind first place. So yeah, there's. They have it. You're telling me there's a chance. Exactly. Took the words right out of my mouth. <clears throat> Not much of one, but there is a chance. Uh, Falcons Chargers in a game that was played, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, Justin Herbert got back on track. Looked like the the probable rookie of the year that he has looked most of the season. And Chargers win twenty to seventeen, and the Falcons continue to be just an absolute clusterfuck of who are you because they look good they look bad they look horrible they look great yeah i i don't know yeah i know they've been uh hurt by a lot of injuries and stuff this year but 
Uh, you just can't figure out, you know, who that team is. Um, Washington and the 49ers. Washington coming off the uh, monumental rush of knocking off the last unbeaten team. And uh, Alex Jones went down with a leg injury. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of holding my breath. Alex Smith, you mean? That's it. <laughs> Who the fuck is Alex Jones? Yeah, yeah, the, that guy, the one that's on uh, the radio selling alien shit, um, put chemicals in the Gatorade, make my fucking leg broken. <laughs> yeah, Alex Smith, that's the guy. Um, so yeah, I was like, oh, but it turned out it was just a calf strain, which that's good. It's, <laughs> I mean, but is it really a calf strain? Shouldn't it be called like an ass strain or a? Thigh strain or whatever, because isn't that where the tissue came from? I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, maybe, maybe. I, they, they took muscle tissue out of his ass and his thigh. Well, it's and part of his calf to now. His leg, so. so yeah, various leg injuries is what yeah. you call it. But anyway, it looks like he's going to be okay, and that's cool. Um, Haskins came in, didn't do much, hmm. um, but he didn't lose the game. So Washington hangs on to win, and now with the Giants' loss, they are in sole possession of first place. <coughs> Chase Young had a monster game. Yeah. And I did like what, uh, going back the week before, Tomlin said mm-hmm. uh, Chase Young was – they were it was pregame, whatever, and, and Mike Tomlin paid him a great compliment, but also was kind of a, a shot at Washington's. Mm-hmm. And he basically – if you didn't see, he said, I don't ever want to lose as many games as it's going to take to get a player like you. you got to lose like 12, 13 games to get a guy like you, and I don't want to do that shit. Yeah. yeah. Which, to be fair, he's right. But yeah. at the same time, Pittsburgh has done a great job of, of getting other guys in, in later rounds, i.e. a T.J. Watt that sure. has now become. Well, he was a first rounder, but he was in the middle of the round, though. Yeah, yeah, but again, yeah, he wasn't a number one, two, three pick, whatever mm-hmm. Chase Young was. Um, so, yeah. Uh, then the Sunday night debacle, which just real quick, I'm going to lump two of, the, two of those games together. But um, Monday night, last night, Browns-Ravens, and as a Steeler fan, I hated to do it, but we had to have the Ravens. Didn't really have to, but uh, Ravens – we needed them to win so that the division would be that much closer for us. And that was a crazy game. As good as those two defenses are, I never would have thought it was going to be 47 to 42. No kidding. Uh, if you didn't see it, Lamar Jackson was, was having a pretty good game. I mean, run, running the ball, he had over a hundred yards, a couple touchdowns. Baker Mayfield was fucking slinging it all over the place. And then Lamar, um, had to go to the locker room because he was having menstrual cramps and <laughs> that may or may not be confirmed. Um, I don't believe it is. <clears throat> and Trace McSorley came in and uh, was not looking good and was trying to scramble for a first down, lost his footing, his knee bent sideways and just crumbled. Personally, I think he just felt so stupid for sliding the way he, that he did that he faked the injury so that, People would feel sorry for him. Probably not. But no. I think it was anyway, a knee. Like they fucking. Oh my God! That's Lamar Jackson's music. <laughs> Lamar, by God Almighty, <laughs> he comes running out of the locker room. Fourth and five. Finds uh, 
Mal- God, what's his fucking name? Brown. Hollywood Brown. Yeah. 44-yard touchdown to tie the game after the two-point conversion. And no, I believe that one took the lead. No. Oh, it was the tie? Okay. Yeah, that, that tied the game at 42. Or no, it, you're right. Okay, I was going to say, yeah. You're right. It, they, it took the lead. Uh, trying to think. There was a lot of points scored in that the final it, yeah, few I know. minutes of that game. I can't. Uh, yeah, they took a seven-point lead. It, right, okay. They took a seven-point lead, and then Baker Mayfield drives him right down the field with a minute to go and scores. Scores to tie it. They yeah. tied the game at 42. Okay, now we're clear. Uh, tied it up at 42, left a minute on the clock, and that was too much when you have a guy named Justin Tucker on the other side of the field because they didn't need a lot of yardage and they didn't get a lot of yardage, but they got enough for a 55-yard field goal, and Justin Tucker is fucking money. Yeah. Although, who was it? Uh, um, who's the guy everybody hates, the announcer? You're going to have to be more specific. The, the he, Fox. Tony Romo's, not Tony Romo, Troy Aikman's partner. Oh, Joe Buck? Joe Buck, yeah. yeah. Joe Buck, did you see that when he jinxed? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The kicker's jinx, he made a, a part, yeah, can't get the words out. Made a comment about Justin Tucker's unbelievable record, and Tucker missed that field goal. Yeah. But not last night, because Joe Buck wasn't fucking there. Drills it from 55, and that made the score 45 to 42 with two seconds left. Do you know what the line was in that game? I think it was four, wasn't it? No, it was three. Oh. The line was three. Baltimore giving up three. (gasps) The score was 45 to 42. So if you were betting on Cleveland, you're a winner. Because they didn't cover. It was awesome. Drinks were probably being poured as Baker trotted on the field and threw a little hook and ladder that got lateraled. I don't even know how many times, but it ended up getting lateraled to the end zone where Jarvis Landry just kind of threw it and it didn't matter because he was done anyway, resulted in a safety, which means final score 47 to 42 Baltimore covers. Yeah. Drinks were spilled. Glasses were probably thrown through the mirrors. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that's the bad beat of all bad beats. I, yeah, you know, I mean, granted, if you're betting on Baltimore and Cleveland, then you you've made some poor life choices. But still, why? I don't know. It's a prime time NFL because fuck game. both of those teams. Okay. That's why. All right, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, again, if you bet on Baltimore, fucking, you're yeah. Yeah. Celebrating, you were that was the greatest safety in the history of fucking <laughs> NFL football. Yeah, but yeah, if you bet on Cleveland, you were not happy by the end of that game, and it just goes to show Vegas just they know what they're talking about because yeah. in any other circumstance, that's a push and everybody loses. But yeah, forty-seven, forty-two. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> My therapist says that I have to deal with this. So, yeah, the Bills, first off, we already know, Steelers lost the week before to Washington. Um, and, and the Bills came along. Look, I'm not going to make excuses, but we have plenty. 
three games in 12 days during this COVID shit after going through the delay after delay after delay. Um, and then the injuries that we had in the Niner game, the injuries that we had in the Baltimore game, it just meant for a bad recipe. Yeah. And no pound, although Pouncey was back last night, but uh, against Washington was really bad because we had no Pouncey. We lost Joe Hayden. We had no Bud Dupree. We lost uh, one of our, um, another Sp- one of our offensive linemen. I can't remember who now. Um, we lost Robert Spillane. Yeah. I mean, it just, the, the hits just kept on coming. We had no James Conner for that Washington mm-hmm. game. So, yeah. And and granted, they kind of pissed it away. They had a lead or whatever. So then fast forward to last night, playing yet again on a short week. And so were the Bills, but the Bills also didn't have two games in the previous fucking seven days either. Mm. Um, Connor didn't look bad, mm-hmm. but then we lost our starting guard. Mm-hmm. And then we lost our backup guard. Yeah. And then we lost our starting tackle, mm-hmm. although he did return, but it, it just it wasn't bad. And, and let's not forget the 47 dropped passes that, that Pittsburgh had against Baltimore and Washington, which I may be exaggerating. A but, little. But not by much. <laughs> uh, and I did I like... it was 12. Yeah, either way, it was a Wait, fucking no, was... lot. Uh, and, and Tomlin basically said that Look, you drop the ball here. We're gonna replace you with somebody who won't. Mm-hmm. And Deontay Johnson, Sunday night, first pass, boink, yep, drops it. Very first fucking pass. And this wasn't like a a rifle that you know was a, was a hard coverage catch, right into his hands. Little soft throw, drops it. Third down, little drag route. Soft throw right over the middle to Deontay Johnson, drops it. And sure as shit, yep. he did not play again until the fourth quarter when it kind of became a necessity. Mm-hmm. Eric Ebron was one of the other main culprits of the drop season the previous yeah. couple of weeks, but nobody was ex- excluded right? except James Washington. Yeah. Washington, he came in and basically caught everything that was thrown his way that was catchable. Including a touchdown. Yeah. Claypool had a couple drops in the previous weeks. Uh, Ebron had a bunch. Juju had a couple. But everybody else did really good as far as catching the catchable balls. But Ebron dropped his first one, Mm -hmm. and he sat for about a quarter and a half. Mm -hmm. And then he came back. He came back before Deontay did. Mm -hmm. Um, But that brings me to this. Look, all the excuses or whatever, fine. Pittsburgh's not a bad football team. They're just playing like one right now. They've got talent. They've they've faced quite a bit of adversity as far as the whole COVID thing and the schedules and now injuries. But everybody goes through all that stuff. It's time to adjust, move on. But there are some, some realities that need to be faced and addressed. This short passing game is great. Mm-hmm. But it's only great if there's more with it right now our running game is not all that good no but and i I can tell you why it's not all that good because our passing game is dink and dunk three five yards down the field Mm -hmm. every time with like 
two or three attempts at going deep. Everything else is snap, one, two, throw. Right. If there's no threat of you going downfield or even 15, 20 yards downfield, hit the soft spot of the zone, I can't tell you how many plays I saw that the, the guys that have the kind of time to sit there and analyze all the plays to where they're, they're even on the deep throw that was like double covered. Juju was wide open across the middle. Where's the middle, the mid range stuff. Everything is drop back two yards or two steps and fire outside either left or right. We've got no over the middle passing game. And when we do, it's a quick, very quick dump off to usually Ebron mm-hmm. or one of the receivers cutting right across the line of scrimmage. Where is the 10 to 15 yard posts and, and hooks and stuff like that? And it just, it pisses me off and it, and it makes me wonder and concern is Ben's arm fucked. Um, I mean, we've he's thrown a few deep passes, not very many, not but yeah. nearly the amount that we're, we're we typically see out of him. Is that could be because of the dinged up offensive line as well, which they did. Yeah. They they have long set a record of number of quarters without a sack, or not set a set a record, but it was a very long streak. It was like two hundred and seventy five pass attempts without a sack, and they did finally give one up. Sunday night, so kudos on that, but you can't get sacked when the ball's gone in 2.2 seconds. But my point is, if there's no threat of you going deep down the field, why then what's the defense going to do? I'd line everyone up five yards deep. Yeah, they're going to play up tight. Yeah. So everybody's up tight because that's the kind of, of passing offense that you have. So now you're going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? Right. Not much because everybody they might as well have fucking eight men in the box. Yeah. Because they're playing your short passing game. So if you do hand the ball off, they're there. Right. Whereas if you got that threat of if you bring those guys up inside of 10 yards, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And we're not seeing that mm-hmm. at nearly as often as we should. And when you have guys like James Washington who can just out jump most defensive backs and has proven that he is the best combat catcher that we have. Washington or Claypool? Washington. Oh, okay. And then on the other side, you have Chase Claypool, mm-hmm. who fast, tall, high points the ball. Like, I just don't understand why we continue to run the, the style of offense that we do without trying to take the top off the ball. And when we do – or off the defense. But when we do, it's like third and five. Mm-hmm. I've never understood that. When we'll get into a third and three or a third and five, third and seven, and we're fucking throwing a 40-yard bomb down the field. Yeah. I just – it's frustrating. I I want to blame Randy Fitchner for it, but at the same time, I, I don't know how much is Randy and how much is Ben. Mm-hmm. How much is it that Ben is he afraid to get hit, so he wants to get rid of the ball? I, I find that hard to believe. As tough as yeah. he's been over the course of his career, right? But then that leads me to my next question: Is his arm tr- is it 
just not there anymore. Because hmm. on some of his deep balls, he, they've been grossly underthrown. Yeah. And some of them have been overthrown, but not very often. He definitely doesn't seem to have the kind of deep ball that he's had in previous years. Mm-hmm. Usually he's been a decent deep ball thrower, and this year they're just really not connecting on many, and they're not attempting many. So I just, I don't know. It, it makes me wonder. And then he comes out and says that he's got to play better or, or hang it up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just All of those things are, are pointing to bad signs. That That comment was a bit strange because this was really his first bad game you know what i mean like uh, throughout the rest of the year like i know people that were steelers fans were like ben's the mvp this year i'm like no no he's not i mean he's playing very well but no he's not mvp this year no and and, i mean and yeah this this game granted injuries were bad but but ben had a bad game the pick six you know it was a the throw was a little bit behind juju but again leads me back to what i was just talking about when that's your offense throwing the ball that quick and the DBs are going to sit on it. As soon as they saw Juju make that cut, he broke on the ball. You know, it just, yeah, I, we have to start attacking that, that mid range to deep portion of mm-hmm. the field. We've got the, the receivers to do it. We've got a good offensive line. They just got to get healthy. Although right now, it's kind of up in the air because both of those guards, it looks like potential pectoral injuries. And I haven't seen anything thus far to say whether or not they're done, done or just done for a couple of weeks. But in any event, they're going to have to find somebody basically off the street to come in and because mm. we've got no backups left. Uh, well. At the same time, though, I mean, you can't take anything away from Buffalo either. They they are legit. I mean, oh, they absolutely are. And yeah. You know, the defense was like, oh, you know, we come out fired up because Juju was dancing on the logo. Get Shut the fuck up. It, he does that everywhere he goes. It's not like he's disrespecting you. I, I just right. shut up. And if they came out fired up, why? We, <laughs> Pittsburgh looked good in the first half. Yeah, know? they did until, you know. Well, until the pick six. Obviously. Yeah, Ben threw the pick six, and that completely changed the, the course of the game, and, and Pittsburgh never recovered. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here and. You know, just I'm thinking to myself, man, it sounds like I'm fucking at a funeral. <laughs> We're still 11 and two. Yeah. Say what you want. We're still 11 and two. The The buy is probably most likely a done deal. I'd say so. Yeah. Um, At this point, the only hope that they would have would be to win out and, and get a lot of help from the teams that are playing KC. But the, the buy is probably a done deal. If we win Monday because of what Baltimore did to the Browns, if we win Monday night next week, we clinch the division. Nice. Um, who, uh, who are we playing Monday? Cincinnati. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But. Although, God, I hope so, yeah. The way yeah. we've been playing, I don't know. So I'm not necessarily, I'm not hitting the panic button, but things have got to change We've got to get healthy and, and get consistent. And if the, if the defense gets healthy and stays healthy, we're we're in it. We can be in any game, but mm-hmm. the offense has to do their part. Right. And they haven't been doing that as of late. Defense could only do so much, you know, in 
if the offense isn't putting points on the board, it, it's not going to do a damn bit of good. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, but yeah, again, same time, like you said, we we can't panic. It's just the injuries are incredibly concerning. Um, but we'll see. You know. So going back to your previous point, you know, if Ben truly, if he's feeling that way, and uh, feels like he needs to hang it up, maybe he. Maybe that arm isn't as good as he thought. Right. You know, and I don't know. I, and that's why I would say bring Sam Darnold on. Yeah. You know, it's it, even if they don't go with an established guy mm-hmm. and Ben comes back for another year, we, we, we need to do something. Mm-hmm. We need to, because take Ben away and, and we're going to lose a couple other guys. We're probably going to lose Bud Dupree. Uh, probably going to lose Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm-hmm. Probably going to lose James Conner. Mm-hmm. Probably going to lose Marquise Pouncey because I don't think if, if Ben goes, Pouncey's gone. Yeah, but there's still some talent there that they can be a playoff caliber team. Yeah, even without those guys. But and, and that being said, you you better be ready with a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You can't just you do one or the other. You try and plug in some guys and, and still be a playoff contending team or you fucking sell the farm and start over right one or the other and i hope they don't sell the farm because they've got some young guys some talented guys fucking tj watt chase claypool deontay johnson and if he can learn to catch the fucking ball fitzpatrick you know, you know yeah minka fitzpatrick who you he needs to step it up yeah yeah he came in off that trade last year and fucking blew it up this year He's had a couple splash plays, but nothing like we saw last year. He made a horrible play in that Buffalo game against. Yes. Yeah. The hit. Yeah. The hit where uh, Stefan Diggs, who. <sighs> Why is the guy who has 90 fucking catches on the season going into last night's game wide fucking open? Yeah. I You're playing a zone, whatever. He's got 90 catches. Yeah. There's no way that when you flash the camera to him, nobody's within fucking 8, 10 yards of him. Mm-hmm. Zone or not, find the guy. Right. That was That's the difference between the guys we have right now, Mika Fitzpatrick, whatever, and Troy Polamalu. Mm-hmm. Troy Polamalu, like, if he was playing fucking Larry Fitzgerald or, you know, these guys that were catching 100 balls, if the ball was thrown at him, you could damn near bet your ass Troy Polamalu was somewhere nearby just because right. he had that gut instinct, and they were just killing us in that second half with digs. And it, uh, now I'm getting fucking pissed all over <laughs> again. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick little break, although you're not going to know about it because it's just going to seem seamless. But then we'll come back, and uh, being so we probably won't be back here until Sunday unless, unless I get Jake in here, but we'll – um, oh, I know what we're going to do. Instead of going over our week 15 thoughts, we're going to look at the playoff picture and kind of speculate a little bit. But uh, we're going to do that in just a second. Stick around. Hanging with these will be right back after they drain the main vein. Now might be a good time to do that thing you've been putting off while listening to the Scott Forsaken show. And we're back. Uh, so, yeah. 
looking at the playoff picture, as it sits right now, currently we have, of course, the Chiefs have now taken over that number one spot. They are 12-1. and one. And as far as their schedule goes, the only real challenge they have left is New Orleans. If Breeze is back, that that game could go either way, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, if Breeze is not back, they're probably in for a beat. I would agree. Pittsburgh sitting at 11-2. and two. Buffalo now at 10-3. and three. Tennessee 9-4. and four. Those are your uh, division leaders. And then our three wild cards currently. You got Cleveland at 9-4. and four. Indy at nine and four and the Dolphins sitting at eight and five with Baltimore breathing down their neck at eight and five. Uh, now just looking ahead, I, I don't know what Miami's uh, current schedule is, but I know that um, Miami does have the, the current tiebreaker over Baltimore based on the win percentage in conference. Now, of course that could change over the course of the next uh how many three games that we have left? So, my gut feeling says that Baltimore is going to slip in there, and Miami's going to falter a little bit. Raiders sitting at seven and six; they're not out of it either. But given the way they've played the last couple weeks, I, I think they're more on the trending downward rather than upward. Right. But this has kind of been a crazy year, so hard to say now. Uh, all that being said, Pittsburgh can clinch the division with a win this week at Cincinnati. But, I mean, let's be honest. This season, because of the expanded format, with seven teams getting in and the elimination of the second uh, bye week, there's no point in, in – I mean, if you want to win your division, fine – with COVID, there's no home field advantage this year. Right. Travel, yeah, that's an issue, mm -hmm. but it's not that big of an issue. But going into uh, Kansas City this year in the playoffs is not going to be quite the death sentence that it would be in, in years past. Right. That being said, as a Steeler fan, if, if it becomes apparent that we're not going to get the bye, mm-hmm. I don't know how hard I really try to to win the last two games. Really, if, if we if we clinch the division, why is that? Because again, if it's if Kansas City's out of reach, let's just say that that happens. Mm -hmm. so let's say Kansas City beats New Orleans, then it pretty much becomes, you know, I just I, I don't know because of all these teams that are in the AFC. The team that needs the buy the absolute most mm -hmm. is Pittsburgh. Yeah, because of the the whole COVID situation that's fucked us out of you know our bye week all the way back to week four, and then we had the Thanksgiving fiasco, and then that led to three games in twelve days. They need a break. Yeah, and they're not going to get it mm -hmm. as far as the the buy goes, barring you know somebody shooting Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> We're not advocating for that either. No. No, he's, he seems like a nice boy. Yeah, but I'm just saying. <clears throat> anyway, um, so yeah, I just, I wouldn't be completely upset, to be honest with you. Hell, I wouldn't be completely upset if we decided to start resting players now 
and say fuck the division because it doesn't matter. There is no home field advantage. Right. It's an interesting thought. I never. I mean, granted, you don't want to travel, so if you can, if you can beat Cincinnati this week and lock it up, fine. But after that, I think I start resting guys. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Tomlin won't. I I know that he won't. Mm-hmm. But if it's me, I think I do that because <sighs> this isn't your typical season. Right. You know, great, great. You don't want to travel. Guess what? You, you're going to have to, at l- the very least, travel to Kansas City mm-hmm. if they make it. Um, the way Pittsburgh is playing right now, and, and every analyst that I've, you've watched this week is, has told said the same thing, the way Pittsburgh's playing right now, they're not beating the Chiefs. No. They're, and no. they're probably not beating... Well, they didn't beat Buffalo, so yeah. there's, that's right. obvious. I mean, in a playoff scenario... The, I don't see them winning a game unless they get their shit together. Right. And part of that is injuries and getting people healthy. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm kind of torn on it, man. Mm. I, if if we win this week and Casey loses and there's a hope, uh, okay, mm. fight for that bye because you need it. Right. But if it becomes evident like that you're not going to get it come week 17 mm. against Cleveland and you've got the division locked up, I'm not. I'm not playing my starters. No, no, I would agree in that scenario. Yeah, I, ab- absolutely not playing that starters, even if it means. And look, Cleveland, they haven't clinched yet, but you know, even if it was, if Cleveland loses, they're out of the playoffs. I still don't know for sure that I'd play those guys. No, I don't think I would. Either. You know, the way this season has gone, especially for Pittsburgh with the injuries and everything, I I wouldn't risk it. You know, I just, much as I I hate my divisional foes, I, I'm not going to risk it. Mm-hmm. Um. So NFC, we've like I said the the Packers have actually got the tiebreaker over New Orleans, so they're in the one the one seed. Oh yeah, they beat New Orleans this year, right? I didn't even think about that. So currently, yeah, Green Bay is in the lead. So they need Drew Brees back yesterday, mm-hmm. and they need some help. And again, without looking at Green Bay's schedule, I don't know that they're going to get it. Let me just click on this and see what they got. Green Bay still has the Panthers. Titans could be a tough one. Mm-hmm. That's I'd say the Titans are their their only hope right now. And then the Bears. And so then the Bears. That's a, so that's a win. Yeah. And we already know New Orleans has to play the Chiefs, mm-hmm. which again with Drew Brees you got a shot. Without him, mm-mm. nope, not happening. Uh, the Saints have the the Chiefs and then the Vikings, who they're no slouch, no pushover, depending on the, the week. Yeah, and then then the Panthers. So, uh, yeah, Saints got some work to do. Uh, sitting in firmly in the three spot, you have the Rams at nine and four. Although it's not really firmly because the Seahawks are also nine and four, but they have the the tiebreaker over Seattle because of the head to head win percentage. Right. Washington at six and seven, currently sitting in that four spot in the uh, lead in the NFC least. And they have the Seahawks, Panthers, and Eagles. And they could beat the Seahawks with their defense. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's definitely a possibility. It could come down to that game against the Eagles for the, for the division, depending on what New York does. Right. And after Washington, then you have again Seattle sitting at nine and four. Um, the Rams, 
and some games have not looked good. So Seattle could jump up to that three spot really quickly. Mm-hmm. And then you got Tampa at eight and five and the Cardinals at seven and six. And Tampa has been pretty erratic. Yeah. As has Arizona started out really strong and then dropped what three in a row, four in a row. I think three in a row. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then they looked good against a bad, uh, Giant team. Giant team. So, although, well, what am I saying? Cardinals, Cardinals are in right now at 7-6. and six. Right. I, I keep forgetting that it's a 17 playoff. Right. Um, Vikings at 6-7. and seven, They've got an outside shot, but they need more of those bad Cardinal teams to show up in order to get in. Hmm. And, and it remains uh, to be seen. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. That's not good. Yeah. So I just got an alert. Christian McCaffrey has been downgraded to prob or to doubtful. Mm. The reason that is relevant to me is because that's my fucking running back in fantasy. Although I don't even know why I claim him anymore because I've got him. I've had him for exactly like one point seven five games this season. <laughs> I was just really hoping that all this time off he would get healthy for the playoff push. But yeah, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah, we got the uh, Cardinals. Like I said, they are seven and six in that seven spot. Vikings breathing down their necks. Bears six and seven. But I mean, if I had to lay money right now, I'm taking the Vikings over the Bears. Oh, definitely. Of one, if one of those teams is going to slip in there. So we'll see what happens. Um, as far as next week, um, I'm going to try and get Jake in here on possibly Friday, and we'll do a little. Uh, prediction thing. I think I might be off Friday, if I'm not mistaken. You told me Sunday, but... Well, that's considered a different week. Oh, well, let Whatever. me know. Either way, we'll we'll try and do something by Friday. Um, but we're going to jump into uh, some off-sports shit. Uh, first and foremost, um, last week we had some major, major news drop from Disney. They had their big... I don't know, investors meeting or something like that, where they basically uh, announced their lineup that was coming out. And on the heels of the success of the Mandalorian, they have announced two spinoffs to that show. One being Ahsoka, who is the Jedi played by Rosario Dawson. If you're a star Wars fan, you'll recognize her name because she was the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars animated series Mm -hmm. and became very popular in that. And now she's in live action and now she's going to get her own show. Um, I know you don't watch the Mandalorian. Her episode aired two weeks ago Mm -hmm. and she's pretty badass. That's what I heard. Yeah. Uh, Two white lightsabers. And yeah, she's, she's a bad bitch. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see what way they take that. I was a little disappointed because when they announced that they had cast her, I was like, oh, cool. You know, this is going to be a regular thing. She's going to, you know, be badass, but it looks like it was a one-off. Basically a teaser for the other show. Yeah. But I don't think she's done yet mm. because of the, the direction that the show is going. We're, we're now going into the, basically the climax of this season mm-hmm. and this season on the Mandalorian, they've had some great, great guest stars, uh, starting with Timothy, Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. And they've brought back another, uh, 
character from the original trilogy and the 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 prequel trilogy if you yeah, want to yeah. get technical. Yeah. And then they got brought in uh, Ahsoka. They brought in a character played by Bill Burr who was in last season for one episode and they brought him back for this episode. Do you know how he got that job? No. Okay, well, his show F is for Family, the production bo- company behind it is owned by Vince Vaughn and of course Vince, Vince Va- Vaughn is friends with John Favreau and Bill Burr, I, I don't know if it was on his show, his like Monday morning podcast. He he's been he's kind of known for ripping on Star Wars, like making fun of the fans and everything. They're a bunch of nerds or whatnot. Really? And John Favreau heard that and was like, "Hey, you want to be on The Mandalorian?" He goes, "I, I rip it on, I rip on Star Wars all the time." He goes, "Yeah, I know. That's why casting you will be funny." Oh, okay. <laughs> and he, it's a cool character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with, without giving too much away, he plays kind of a mercenary. Um, yeah, a dick. Yeah, in, in the first season, and kind of gets what's coming to him by the end of the show. But there is a need for a character of his stature mm-hmm. in season two, and and they bring him back in, and it, it it's very well done. Yeah. Um, and, and I may be way off base, but my gut tells me that given the direction of the story, I think we're gonna kind of get a Avengers style finale i think a bunch of people are i think they're gonna bring some of these guys back because at this point i think uh, mando needs some help and he's got a a pretty good list of of people to call upon Mm. uh to to bring in so um but yeah so they announced the two spinoffs one being i think it's called rogue squadron yeah i heard about that too which is kind of like the basically it's going to be the three spinoffs is it three Rogue Squadron, the one you just mentioned with Rosario Dawson, and the third one you have yet to mention. Which is? We just talked about it in our break. Mm. Kenobi? That's not a spinoff of The Mandalorian. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, so two spinoffs from The Mandalorian. Okay. Dick. <laughs> spinoff of <Star> Rogue Wars. Squadron is going to be basically the, the New Republic's, like a, a squadron of their X-Wing guys. You know, rem, remnants of the old uh, rebellion type thing, and then, but they've also announced other shows and even movies. I think there's going to be a prequel to Rogue One mm. at one point. Which, look, I love Star Wars. I don't need to know what happened before what happened before yeah, Star Wars. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Rogue One was. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I agree. But it was it was a good movie and it was kind of neat to see the whole how they got the plans. I don't think we really needed it. No. But, but it was a decent movie. Um to me the ending was made it way better. Yeah. When it that like 13 seconds of Darth Vader coming in and just fucking shit up. made that movie probably better than it really was. Mm. But I don't need to know what happened before that happened. You know what I'm saying? They're just so it's a cash grab. Yeah. Um, Then the other shows and movies, I think there's one that is, I know that they're going to do some more with Ray. There's going to be a Lando show, Mm -hmm. which I I don't know if it's going to be a prequel. It is. It's got Donald Glover's. Okay. So again, Lando was a great character. Don't need to know what he was mm. fucking doing before Empire. You know, yeah. I mean, it just. But again, get that money. Um, but on the other side of the coin, uh, 
or I guess Disney has fucking. They have all the coins. Yeah, they have all <laughs> the fucking coins. Uh, m- big news in the Marvel world, although it's not really big news. We knew it was coming, but we now have some content. They dropped trailers for their three big series that they're coming out with. Loki, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and WandaVision. And I, we would have probably already seen all these had it not been 2020 and yeah. the, the shit show that it became. And before we sat down to do the show... We watched all three of those trailers, and I like them all. I mean, granted, we don't see much, but... They're kind of teasers. Yeah, yeah there's there's not a, a whole lot of, of meat and potatoes there, but look, I love the Loki character, even, even when he was a bad guy, so I'm in on that. Mm-hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll check it out. If I hear it's good, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll check it out if it's, you know, we'll we'll see. <laughs> That and was, then that was the one that I was least interested in. Right. And WandaVision looks fucking weird, but it looks it also looks cool. And it's probably one of the more it's probably the most important one because of the tie ins that it's going to have with the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And and that will tie into Doctor Strange. And um, that's going to change the scope of the whole MCU. Mm-hmm. And. and Piggybacking off of that, we I don't know how we haven't talked about it. Spider Man. Yeah. Wow. I know, right? So you're gonna have Tom Holland's current current gen. Yeah. They're also bringing back Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Who fucking cares? <laughs> good actor. I just hated those. Yeah. Movies. Yeah. I wasn't the second one especially. Oh my god, that was terrible. A- and Tobey Maguire. Yeah. So like and oh, I'm I'm getting there. Okay, okay, okay. And then we heard, and, and this is not new news. We've known that for well over a month. I just don't know how we glossed over it. But we also heard, probably close to a month ago, that they're bringing back Jamie Fox as Electro, mm-hmm. who hopefully they do him a little different in. I'd hope in so because yeah. that was kind of stupid. But they're also bringing back Doc Ock. Yeah. And it was um, <sighs> don't I knew I knew you were gonna ask me this fucking I, name. I don't know. Anyway, the same guy, <laughs> yeah, who, that dude who played Doc Ock in uh, Spider-Man Two, yeah, which was God, he's a famous actor, and I can't think yeah. of his name. It was uh, Alfred Molina. There we go. Yeah, so they're bringing him back as Doc Ock, and it looks like those are gonna be your big bads, or at least two of the big bads. Sure, and. Obviously, the whole multiverse is going to tie in because how else are you going to get Tobey Maguire's version of Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield's version of Spider-Man, and that's just what we know so far. I got a feeling we're going to see It's like someone, an executive at Disney saw, watched Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and said, that's a great idea. Let's do something kind of sort of similar. Uh, well, just because it's multiple Spider-Man, multiple universe. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you going, oh, yeah. Well, that storyline has been in the comics now for quite some time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, look, the the two companies, Marvel and DC, they just they copy off each other. Sure. Bigger than shit. Yeah. I mean, for every hero you show me on one side, I can show you. Uh, the hero on the other side. And 
you can't sit here and say, oh, well, Marvel copies off of DC or DC copies off of Marvel because they've both done it. No. You can find characters that DC has created, then Marvel creates one, and characters that Marvel's created, then DC creates one like it. Same thing with storylines. Yeah. This whole multiverse thing also exists in the DC universe, and I'm diving into that right now because I just started watching The Flash. Crisis on Infinite. Crisis on Infinite Earths, where, and again, the upcoming Flash movie that we've talked about, we're going to see Ben Affleck's Batman, as well as Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah. So they're going to dive into that as well. In the, while I haven't gotten there yet, the the Flash series, Flash is the one that starts the crisis. Yeah. Because he travels back in time to try and save his mother's life, and thus altering... The universe. I think, I think I already talked about this on an earlier episode. Did you ever watch that DC movie, um, Flash, uh, Flash, Flashpoint? Point. The, the storyline is called Flashpoint. Well, did you ever see it? No. Fucking great. Is it? Yeah. It's an animated. Yeah, movie. really goddamn good. Yeah. That that is the end all be all storyline of of the DC universe is Flashpoint. It creates the the multiverse and all these different you know iterations of the of the superheroes. Um, Flash, there's several versions of the Flash, mm-hmm. Batman, all these things. Like in one one universe, it's not Bruce Wayne who's Batman. It's it's Al yeah. It's not Alfred. Alfred. I almost said his Alfred, father. No. Yeah. Um that's that's the case in Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. Why can't I why am I blanking on his fucking name? Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne, yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, like I said, they they all steal off of each other. Um but anyway, as I was, I at some point in the Flash series, I haven't gotten there yet, so I've been kind of spoiled for myself. But I already know it's coming. The Ezra Miller makes a cameo mm-hmm. in Flash. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, Ezra Miller is the guy that plays the Flash in um, the Justice Jackson League movie yeah. and the upcoming Flash movie, um, if and when it comes out, and they don't fire Ezra Miller, which was rumored uh, yeah. several months ago. Um, speaking of copying each other, I need to watch more of it, but I, I'm going to eventually just have to get primed to check it out. Cause I started it and I watched the first like four episodes and I was digging it, but I lost my, lost my ability to watch Amazon prime. Um, have you seen any of the boys? No. Okay. Talk about copying characters. It's pretty clear that, okay, this guy's Superman, this chick's wonder woman, this guy's Aquaman, this guy's the flash. Like it's. Yeah, it's like a superhero show with with no real superheroes. Well, yeah, the superheroes, almost all of them are dicks. Really? Yeah, like the Superman character is a massive. That's cunt. the guy with the blonde hair, right? Yeah, 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 and the like American flag cape, yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of like a parody, but I mean they're just cashing in on the incredible popularity of of the superhero genre right now. Right. Well, I guess the boys did exist as its own comic. Too. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, but it's like um, The Watchmen, while it is a DC uh, property, property, the Completely other superheroes separate. do not, the, the, it's their own universe. Yeah. Like, the other superheroes don't exist in it. It's, right. it's its own separate thing. And even some of the characters in that show mm. are ripoffs of DC characters. Yeah. Like, um, uh, the owl. Guy. Yeah, the owl is basically Batman. The Mister Manhattan or whatever is is Martian Manhunter. Yeah, basically, kind of a a mix, really. Like if you, although Martian Manhunter and Superman are very similar as far as their powers, but yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Um, 
Rorschach or Rorschach, whatever yeah. the fuck. Uh, kind of like a Doctor Fate type character yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's again they sometimes just copy off themselves, <coughs> which I think you're allowed to do. You yeah, can copy your, you can rip off yourself. And then uh, I mean the other thing I'm excited for: Captain Marvel two was announced, although we knew it was coming. Black Panther two mm-hmm. was was not not necessarily announced, but confirmed. Yeah, and which, they did say they're not recasting Chadwick Boseman. Just Kachal. it's it's, it's going to be his sister. I'm just saying they're not recasting that character. Oh, I already point. yeah, I I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's going to be his sister. Yeah, I have no doubt that's who's going to be the next Black Panther. Hmm. A because she was kind of mildly popular. B because of where we're at in society right now. Mm. Girl power. Yeah. Um, Speaking of girl power, <laughs> Captain Marvel. Yeah. That was, that, that was girl power, the movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. Especially even that little clip in the Avengers too, which we talked about. Yeah, it was neat. But to me, that was the worst part of the movie. Like, well, just cause it was so on the nose. It's like you pull the camera back and it's all the female characters. It's like, Oh really? This massive battle. And all the women are right there. Well, not not only that. Yeah. What what gets me about that whole thing is is you're gonna do it by yourself, and she's got help. She don't fucking need help. She literally just took down a fucking starship, half the size of the fucking moon, by herself. Yeah. But she needs fucking. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, she, trust me, she don't need help. She can pretty much kick Thanos's ass by herself. Yeah. She kind of breaks the universe too because she's a bit overpowered. She's yeah. got Superman syndrome, as I call it. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she is, um, for all intents and purposes, the most powerful hero or one of in the the Marvel universe, and she's not really like I said. She could literally have ended that movie in the first five minutes yeah. if she, you know, just had been there, bitch. Where you at? Probably at the mall shopping yeah. or something, getting yeah. your nails done. <laughs> Other what 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 does she say in Endgame? Other planets there, need yeah. me. Other other galaxies or universes or whatever need me more than you know because yeah. they don't have you guys or whatever. Yeah. If you're that powerful, bitch, just right. Get there. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. Girl power. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, really excited about all that. Just again, hope that uh, we can get through all this COVID stuff and and these movies can actually be made without taking forever because of all the different new guidelines and shit that they have to, to follow. That's, that's delayed so many projects, you know, looks like that's winding down though. So, well, it does. Yeah. The vaccines are going out. Yeah. Um, granted who knows what kind of new cancers are going to be invented for the, the people that take the vaccines, but you see that meme all the time. And, you know, do you or somebody you know, you know, been affected by talcum powder or whatever? Yeah, yeah. and that's probably what we're going to have five, mm-hmm. ten years from now. Did you get the COVID vaccine from Pfizer? You may be entitled to compensation. Meanwhile, I like to be entitled to compensation. Mean, so meanwhile, might. a horn is growing out of your fucking forehead and you have a tumor the size of a grapefruit sticking out of your balls. But uh, this is kind of... Hey, at least you didn't get COVID. Two things. I saw... First part of this um, today before I came in, um, Rotten Tomatoes, what a lot of times they'll do with big movies is they'll reveal the first rating um, on the tomato meter. Like when the first reviews get in, they you know gather them and do a big reveal on what the current score is. 
Um, I think for 52 reviews, it's sitting at 87%. And literally just scrolling on it right now, Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes shared, because they, even though Warner Brothers or DC fans hate Rotten Tomatoes because they are unfair to the fucking DC comic movies, even though they're, that's not how that website works. They just collect reviews. They don't write their own reviews. Whatever. Let me guess. Wonder Woman's fresh. Uh, well, yes, it is fresh. I just said that. 87% with 52 reviews. The second part of oh, that oh. is that uh, Rotten Tomatoes, again, because they're partially owned by Warner Brothers, just released the first three minutes of Warner of uh, Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. Neat. Well, I, I, mean, I don't know. I'm just not excited about it. Did you not like Wonder Woman? It was okay. <laughs> I, I wasn't... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't of that universe, it's the honestly, best movie. Honestly, I would probably have to watch it again. Okay. I, I think the I've endings, only seen it once. The so ending's I would pretty. Have to watch it again. The ending's pretty weak, but the I mean, rest I, of the movie, I really I'll watch like. it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I'll watch it. Yeah. This coming from a guy who hasn't fucking watched Justice League. I really want you to watch it. I can't even give you a response on that. Wow. Well, I mean, you're talking, you're excited about Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, because the first one was really good. I, I just, I, I want you to watch Justice League because you are Here's, the biggest fucking movie snob that I personally know. That's why I haven't watched Justice League. Well, I understand that, but I, I want to get your actual opinion on it. And uh, look, I understand the whole Lex Luthor thing fucking sucked. He was, yeah. you know, he was, he made Batman versus Superman way worse than it probably was that movie we're not going to get into this massive debate again it, it no i'm because that movie it, even without him that that movie's got massive problems but it, it does but i i want you to watch justice league at some point whether it's it's this version or the snack snack the snack zider version snacks <laughs> well here's what i i actually thought of this a while ago once the snyder cut is re- released I'll probably watch Justice League, just the studio version. The, reason, the original? Yeah, the OG. And then I'll watch the fucking miniseries they're making out of this, which, by the way, Zach, if, you're, if your movie can make be turned into a miniseries, your movie's too long. Okay, you might need to cut some shit, just like your fucking issue with Batman v Superman. You can't make a four-hour fucking... Well, I think what they're doing is, is they're keeping a lot of the original, but adding in... The, the Snyder stuff. Just a guess. I Pro- you're probably right, yeah. But um, I'll probably do that. Like, I'll watch this, uh, Justice League, get my thoughts, and then we'll watch the Snyder Cut, and I'll compare the two. And there you yeah. go. I like think I said, that's a good idea. and to be fair, and we've discussed this before, I grew up a DC guy. I like, I liked, still do, but even back in my comic book heyday, I there were some Marvel properties that I, I liked. Spider-Man, X-Men, first and foremost. Never really got into Iron Man or the Avengers or anything. It was the movies that yeah. that drew me into that. Me too. Um, but growing up, I was, and still am, I mean, I've got fucking Batman on my right arm, Joker on my left shoulder. <clears throat> but, um, so yeah, I'm a DC guy. And, and yes, uh, I was disappointed with the way the Justice League movie turned out, but... I don't feel it's as bad as a lot of people would have you believe. Is it disappointing as a DC guy? And after seeing what Marvel did, 
Absolutely. They fucked up by rushing it. Mm-hmm. And they, it should have been more of a slow burn, but they, there's so much potential with those characters and with the storylines and everything, and I just feel like they rushed it too much. But if you go into it expecting just a a superhero mashup type thing, then you won't be all that disappointed. I mean, if you go into it looking for an Avengers epic, yeah. you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. I mean, from what I've heard, it's decent. Yeah. I didn't hear it's bad, but I'll go to my grave disagreeing with you about BVS. I mean, I, that. No, again, hate it. I'm not saying that's a it's a great or even a good movie. Mm. I just, if you take out the incredibly horrible job that whatever Dick knows, punk Facebook guy, Jesse Jagged, Eisenberg. Yeah. Um, his version of Lex Luthor is takes that movie down three points. Uh, yeah. Whatever score you give it out of 10, knock off three because Jesse Eisenberg is that fucking bad in it. Yeah. Um, I like Batfleck. I do too. I thought he, he played the role of Bruce Wayne great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the big Martha plot point. Yeah, that's a Knock little... off another three points. Okay, two points. Well, I mean... Blame DC for that because they named their top two superheroes' moms Martha. No, blame Zack Snyder for that because he thought that was a good reason for Batman for them to, to all not sudden... murder Superman. <laughs> Why'd you say that name? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I loved, and I called it before Deadpool 2 even came out. The moment I saw that scene, I'm like, you know Deadpool's going to call this out in the next movie. <laughs> and sure enough, yeah. it's like, yeah, they stopped fighting because their mothers had the same name. I'm like, fucking knew it. You have to address yeah. that. And, oh, they also, which, big surprise, confirmed Deadpool 3 is, right. is now being written by Ryan Reynolds and two chicks. Yeah. Does that concern you? No, because I'm not sexist like you are, apparently. <sighs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, my first thought. Yeah. This is Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool yeah. given... The what we've seen, I don't know. It, my first thought was, oh, mm. are they gonna try and Disney this motherfucker? I, I hope not. But I mean, look, Disney loves money though, and yeah, the money was they, doing it the way the last two. The winning were. fucking formula is R-rated Deadpool as we know him. If they try and fuck with that, people are gonna shit all over it, and, and totally. so hopefully. They they don't mess with that formula too much, mm-hmm. but we also know that somewhere in this next phase of movies, and we've already kind of got a little taste, and I haven't watched it yet, but I plan to. The New Mutants, we're gonna get the X Men, mm. and I the rumor is that it's gonna start with Wolverine. Mm. That that that's going to be the first character that we see out of that, you know, mutant universe. Other than I mean, again, we have the New Mutants, but. Let's be honest. Wolverine yeah. is the X-Men. Hmm. And then they also announced, again, which I think we all kind of knew and assumed, Fantastic Four is getting a reboot. For the love of God, get it right this time. I'm not a big Fantastic Four fan, never have been. No. but It's hokier uh, than fuck. Yeah, but like them or not, they are... The first family of Marvel, yeah. yeah. Marvel's first family. Like, they, you know, they were the flagship. Um, back in back in the day when 
you know, kids were a lot less cool than they are now. And, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they who gives a shit about somebody who can, who's stretchy and some bitch who's invisible. Like they want claws coming out of your hands and dudes throwing playing cards. But back then that was the shit. And that's, hold on. that's, that's what you picked. Not stretchy, not invisible bitch, but dudes with claws. I'm on board with you, but dudes throwing playing cards. That's your oh, idea. Gam- Gambit was a cool character. I know, but just, that's a weird example. You think it'd be a dude that shoots rate, you know, laser beams out of his eyes or some shit. Yeah, but again, this cool Louisiana dude that fucking yeah, throws no. magic playing cards. I know, but when you say it as dude that throws playing cards, I get it you. Say, I get yeah. you. It's still cooler than a stretchy guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the torch was kind of cool, but you know. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what they do with Fantastic Four. Question. Oh, what? brilliant idea! They got to do it. What? Because multiple universes in a future storyline where they bring back the old Fantastic Four and you have Chris Evans. You look familiar. Why? I've never met you before. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would Honestly, that w- I could see that happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah, bring him back as the torch and, yeah. Yeah. Although he looks a little older now. But, right. Um, they can't... Just don't bring back Michael B. Jordan. And, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, Black Torch. Yeah. But he also played... What's his name? The, oh, the yeah. villain in Black Panther. Right, right, right. Well, there you go. Then bring them back guess, for that yeah. just for the joke. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could. Um I, I could see it I could see Deadpool addressing that, you know. Yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> so yeah. Uh did you have anything else? I think we're good. Yeah. All right. Well, a uh, little super long episode there for you. That is gonna wrap it up. Like I said, we're gonna try and get back in here by Friday. If not Friday. Maybe we'll do a uh, a Sunday show, uh, either during or after football, depending on on what's going on. Maybe before even. Just to, if we don't do a Friday show, we might do a earlier Sunday show. We'll be back at some. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, eventually, you'll hear from us again. All right. So, all right, folks. I am D's. That's Dylan. We are out of here. Bye bye. See ya.